the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Where's my next meal going to come from? What am I going to do? What am I going to cook? It's awful. Going without hurts. But you just adapt to it. Try to do my best what we can. That's me and my husband. We have three children at home. Keegan, he's four. Ayla, she's nine. Cheyenne, she's two and a half. How do you know your neighbor isn't poor? How do you know your neighbor had a good breakfast this morning? You know that for sure. And is it your responsibility to take care of your neighbor? If you drove into town, you probably wouldn't think anybody was hungry. But yet there's so many people in need. It's amazing how much money it takes today. If they have a car payment, they got a house payment, they got, you know, everything paid, and then they get just a little bit over minimum wage and they're driving 30 miles to work. There's just not enough money to go around. I mean, it's just, it's just part of life. When you have people come in and they tell you their stories, you can't turn your back on him. No way could you. No way. My husband works. He's a truck driver. He's stressed. He tries to do his best for his family, and he always feels like just giving up because he works, but yet money-wise, coming in is a lot less than what has to go out every month. It's never enough to buy groceries and pay for bills. Either we pay our bills or, you know, if we pay our bills, we don't eat that good. You know, I always try to make sure that supper is our big thing before we go to bed. I try to have whatever we have so their tummies are full when they go to bed. I mean, I, we try to do our best for it, but it's not enough. That, of course, describing the stark reality that so many families are dealing with here tonight in the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome once again to a special edition of Lifeline. Craig Roberts keeping you company here on this Wednesday edition of the program. And as you've heard throughout our broadcast day, um, we're trying to do our best to help people trying to do their best, even when, as you heard in that opening bit of audio, even when they feel like giving up. It is Christmas, and I don't want to start on a dour note, so let me say a hearty Merry Christmas to you and to your family as we celebrate the real reason for the season and in doing so, celebrate the hope that we find in Christ Jesus. Hope springs eternal, and we're reminded of that uh, during this time of year when we celebrate the gift of our Savior. But there's also gifts that we can give to help bring about the message of the gospel to families like you just heard from that are trying to do their best but they feel like giving up. To shed more light on the opportunity here today, we've invited to join us in studio the Executive Director of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, Bram Begonia. And Bram, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, and thank you for having us back. We love our family here at Salem, and it's great to be here. And wonderful to have you with us to share an amazing story. And I want to start first with maybe a little bit of an update. Let's go back in time if we can. As many folks undoubtedly listening tonight Recall your last visit here. We were talking about 
the need for hurting families at Thanksgiving and providing meals to many families like those we just heard from that get to the end of the month. They've got more month than they've got money. They're doing the best that they can, but it just isn't enough. Tell us what happened. What did God do from the miracle standpoint at the Bay Area Rescue Mission during the beginning of this holiday season? Well, first of all, we have been so blessed. It's been a great year, not just in November, but this holiday season. We've been so blessed by uh, not only the great support that we've had from our community and our partners, but the big Thanksgiving giveaway that we had was a great success. Hundreds of families came. Hundreds of families were served. And if you could see a family walking away with that turkey and with that uh, box of hope that we gave them, uh, the joy the sincere gratitude, the, the authenticity of the families that we served who were just so thankful. Uh, it would really bless your heart. And, and I invite everyone to, we do this every year. I invite everyone to be a part of that, whether it being a volunteer, helping serve that day, because uh, it really is at the core of what we do, meeting people's needs uh, right where they are and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that message of hope, <clears throat> we talk about them as boxes of hope. They're really boxes filled with food that would be a traditional holiday meal, um, but it is for many of these families, I would imagine, living on the edge, really the difference between are we really going to have a Christmas celebration in our home this year or is it going to be yet again another struggle? And a lot of these are, yes, working families that just can't make ends meet up to and including families that maybe are dealing with illness. Maybe there's been loss of an income. One of the two principal um, money earners, breadwinners, is not working right now. And so this can be a very difficult time of the year for many of them. That's right. And and again, we say that when we serve our community and our community comes to us, and, and, and first of all, I want to say it's not the same community that comes to us. These are new families. These are It's not the same. Yes, we have repeat families that are in need and they come back, but there are hundreds of new families that maybe have never been in need before like this before and had to get online and, and sign up at Eventbrite and, and stand in line and, and go through our process to receive a, a, a box and a turkey. Uh, so it's new families. And what, what I love about what we do at the Bay Area Rescue Mission is we don't just hand out the turkey and say, see you next year. We actually talk to people. We find out why, why are you here in line? Because dad did lose a job. What can we do about that? Can we connect you with one of our case managers? Can we can we see what the need is? Oh, oh my mom is, is having an issue, or so-and-so is incarcerated right now. And then we can connect them. We can find out what the issue is and go beyond just handing out that gift box. That's why we do it. We do it because we want to help and meet that need, but it's so much more than that. It's, it's the wraparound services and how we can serve our community and actually impact that family for generations to come. It's almost a door opener in that sense. That's correct. And, and you know, years ago I had a chance to come on one of the uh, one of the distribution days there at the food pantry. And for listeners, there's a big, huge warehouse. Um, Bay Area Rescue Mission is spread out over the course of several blocks uh, there on McDonald Avenue, and there is a big warehouse that um, is the food pantry that's almost like a mini Costco <laughs> in a sense. And you'd find out about as much food as you find in a Costco. And folks come to receive those boxes of hope. And, and let me paint the picture for you, as Bram has done, that you will see people oftentimes who come heads down. There's a sense of shame. Some of the new families that you speak of, Bram, that perhaps donated last year. Now there's been a big event that has changed their entire life in a radical way and not in a good way. And suddenly now they've gone from giving one year to being on the receiving side. They have a sense of guilt, a sense of shame. 
their heads are hung low, to watch them come in as they take their turn in line to receive their box of hope, and to watch that dialogue that takes place between a staff member or a volunteer, Mm -hmm. and to see the engagement and to see the expression of genuine concern, genuine interest, and in not just making sure that they have a meal for the holiday, but checking in on them as to where they're at spiritually and what other services, what other needs might they have that can be met as a doorway, a gateway, so to speak, to share the hope of the gospel. And to see them start in line with dour faces and leave with upturned smiles and a bit of a beat in their step that not only they're walking away with enough food to be able to provide for an average family of five or six for meals for several days, but they've had that tactile experience, that tactile touch with someone at the Bay Area Rescue Mission that has expressed concern for them as another human being. And boy, that, that cup of cold water, or in this case that meal or those meals given in Jesus' name, that, that, that really can be a life changer for a lot of people that perhaps heretofore never heard the gospel. That's right. We, we are so blessed. Our volunteers always say when they come to serve, right, they get so much more than what they give. And when you uh, interact with families, if a family shows up, uh, Craig, and it's their first time, and then they look around them and they find that, oh, my, my neighbor is here too. Mm. Right, and oh, and the the kids make eye contact. Oh, I know you from school, right? Of course, there's a little shame, but then at first it's like, and then they start talking and hugging and figuring out that they're in the state. Then they figure out they're not alone, mm-hmm. right? And that and that they have support like the Bay Area Rescue Mission. I'm so impressed with. First of all, it was my first year, and I had a great time. It was my first year at the Bay Area Rescue Mission witnessing this. It's a well-oiled machine. We have volunteers who come year after year. Uh, Leo, Marshall, Wayne, others. Uh, John Lee, it, they do this. They, they bring in the volunteers. They put it all together, and and they take care of all those distractions so that we can focus on people, right? And you may come to get a box, and we had Malcolm Lee, one, one, you know, who was you know at the rescue mission uh, for decades, and he preached the word of, of God while people are standing in line. You're thinking no one has time to. You just want to get their food and leave. Not true, right? Not true. He preaches. People, right? They're accepting Jesus standing in a line. You don't have to raise your hand. You know what I mean? You could just keep your hand down. But people are listening and they're receiving, and they're receiving what's there for them to gain spiritually and physically. And it's a, it's a very beautiful thing. And it comes at a time that's so critical for so many hurting families. And that's why we're once again partnering with the Bay Area Rescue Mission to bless these families and, and to essentially be superheroes to them. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a moment. But right now I want to give out a phone number. It's 888-367-5329. That's 888 888- Three six seven five three two nine. We've corralled a group of staff members here to uh, stay and answer your call, your pledge of support, and partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission this Christmas. Thanks to a generous grant challenge, which doubles your giving today. Listen to this; it's amazing. For a dollar, you can provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. So tonight, because of that matching grant, $5 provides five meals, $10 will provide 10 meals, and so on. The mission will aim toward providing some 25,000 meals over the Christmas holiday. Your gift of $60 tonight with the matching grant provides Christmas boxes of hope to two needy families, supplying enough food for about 30 meals per family. The mission will distribute some 1,000 boxes of hope this Christmas season. Remember, your tax-deductible gift tonight, double match, providing so much more than food 
shelter. It shows Christ's love and introduces hurting individuals and needy families to the hope of the gospel, just as Bram delineated a moment ago. To give your gift with any major credit card, go to the phone right now at 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Just a dollar with the matching grant will provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. 888-367-5329. That's 888 888- F-O-R-K-F-A-X, or you can give your gift securely and conveniently online. Just go to kfax.com and look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. That's kfax.com, or call right now toll-free. Volunteers from our staff standing by to take your pledge at 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329, or online anytime at kfax.com. I see the mission as being my family because I've been with the mission for a long time. A long time ago, I was with the mission. I was like young in my 20s, pregnant with three kids at the time. I didn't know what to do. It was a scary point in my life, you know, being homeless with my children. But I came to the fair of the mission, and the lady that greeted me, she's like, you know what? You're at the right place. I think for the first time, I took a deep breath and just sighed. It was like, ask hell. Everything was like, just lay in the bed that is nice and made and have a pillow. It was like, oh my God, it just felt like home. I thank God for this place because this place is really a spiritual place, not just a name, very rescue mission. It's more than that, you know, it's spiritual and not only spiritual, it does change lives. And not only that, it transformed my life. It gave me the tools where I can stand up and say, no, this is not gonna happen this way, we got this. God got the victory. I got the victory in the name of Jesus. And I love the Lord so much. He never took his hand off of me. He never had. 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Just a dollar with the matching grant provides a warm, nutritious meal to a meaty man, woman, or child. So $5, five meals, $10, 10 meals, and so on. The mission will provide some 25,000 meals over the Christmas holidays. So be a part of the miracle. Let's hear from you right now. Again, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover. You can also give your gift via check. Just call toll-free right now, 888 That's 888-367-5329. How typical is the story that we just heard from Angela there, where a woman may be escaping an abusive situation at home, victim of domestic violence, can no longer stay at home, winds up on the street. Suddenly, as the weather begins to turn, it gets colder. They've got no place to go. No one that they can trust because they fear, well, if I go to a friend's house, my, my husband will know how to find me. So I've got to go to some place where I know I'm going to be safe. And then to hear in her story, finding not just safety, but a place she calls home. Yeah, unfortunately, it's very typical. And, uh, you know, pre-pandemic, we had 250 beds to, uh, that we could were available to use, our occupancy rate. And, and we, when we were full, Craig, we'd put out 30 cuts. Right. So when we're full, our backup plan is 30 cuts, 20 for men, 10 for women. And pre-pandemic, before the pandemic hit, sometimes we would have to turn a family away, women and children. Mm. And that's why we are excited about in the coming year opening up the Bridge of Hope, which is a new uh, safe haven in our community. Uh, It's a brand new 
a facility for a center for women and children for uh, women and children, another 114 beds. And so uh, we hope that we'll be able to just put a dent into how many people we can serve each night. Uh, but that that's the reality. Uh, that's the reality. And, and we have a wonderful employee who has been on the show many times, and you know her name is Mimi. And, and she came through our program, and she's a wonderful representative, and, and we love her, and she's a great employee now. She's been through the program. Her life's been transformed. Uh, the first time she came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission, we turned her away because mm. we didn't have any room in the inn. Mm. And so that's, that's the reality of the situation. There's so much need. There's so much that needs to be done. We can't do it all without the support of everyone that, that helps us and our stakeholders that take care of us. And Mimi, as I recall, came with a young daughter. Yes, um, who and we'll have to see. If we can find her testimony. She 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 literally kind of grew up. Daughter did through the rescue mission, mm-hmm. and what an amazing young lady she is to this day. She's gotten involved with the Safeway. She worked her way up to a management position, and I know that Mimi is just you know the buttons burst with pride over what God has done not only in her own life but in her daughter's life because. People cared to stand with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And this is the important message. It starts oftentimes with just somebody who's hungry, who hears from somebody on the street, hey, if you want a meal, go up there, you can get one. And they come for a meal, and they wind up staying and having to change life as a result. That's right. And I had the privilege of meeting Mimi's daughter uh, at the banquet on, on November 5th, and uh, she's radiating joy and she's beaming. It's radiating it, radiating it off of her. And she brought her manager with her. And she's a professional now. You know, she's doing really great. And I, at first I was not sure could I say that, you know, that you're doing great and your mom shared me st- stories with me of you being in the shelter. But it's a part of her story. Mm-hmm. She's proud of it. She's proud. She's she's Her life's been transformed and the rescue mission is part of her story. And, and she shares it. And that's what we... Uh, that's what we love about our ministry is that we can, when something great happens, we share it. And, and it travels, and we want people to know what's available at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And tonight we want you to be a part of that story as well, that it really is a team effort. And, you know, even as Bram mentions about the Bridge of Hope, which will be opening soon, and, and increasing the, the occupancy, the number of people that can be ministered to quite significantly, but have to realize once you build the building and they come, then you have to heat it, light it, staff it, provide beds, all that goes into increasing the size of the footprint of the ministry of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And, Bram, with upwards of 30,000, 30,000 needy and homeless families on the streets in the Bay Area tonight, um, it can be pretty overwhelming. And so I think folks need to understand that the support, even though they say, well, Craig, I just gave at Thanksgiving, and, and we're, we're talking about meals again. Well, food's got a funny way about that. You, you yeah. develop this habit. Yeah. You like to do it at least every day, and some of us do it three times and generously so. Um, the need is there, and the 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 need for us to be able to partner with the Bay Area Rescue Mission so that we can be a part of those miracle stories, so that when somebody comes in, they're not turned away because there's not room at the end, so to speak. They're not turned away because there's no longer any food available. And by providing these resources, the Bay Area Rescue Mission, as you delineated with the experience of distributing the boxes of hope at Thanksgiving, gives that opportunity for some significant contact with people that are really kind of on their 
on their, at their wit's end, I would guess would we call it. They, they, they're, they're really at, at a place in life where they feel as if they've got nowhere to turn. They've run out of options. What do the women say in the beginning of the show? Trying to do their best and yet feel like giving up. Yeah. And we, we, our business is not complicated, Craig. It's very simple. We take care of people. When people are in need, they come to us. And uh, we, we try to, you know, when we talk with our staff and particularly our, our leadership team, if Jesus came to our doors and wanted to spend the night, how would we want to treat him? Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. Uh, do we want to give him just mediocre food? Or do we want to give him a good meal, right? Do we want, what kind of, where is he going to sleep? You know, <laughs> how are we going to take care of him? And, and that's the, the standard that we want to keep doing each year and, and getting better at. And the need, the actual number of people coming to us is growing. So that need continues to grow. Uh, like you said, need knows, need knows no season. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the holidays where we need supports all year round. I, I mentioned in our, in our, the last time we were here that we don't receive any government funding. You know, there's no, there's no uh, backup plan, right? That's, you know, we don't, we don't turn to the government. If we can't pay our bills mm-hmm. this, this, this month, you know, can we go to the county or the, there's no government funding. It's we exist because people love what we do and they support us. And the stress on food service agencies, food banks, things of this sort is particularly overpowering this year because we have a large percentile of population in the Bay Area that remains either unemployed or underemployed. We all know what's happened to the cost of rent in the San Francisco Bay Area. And then if you go in for simple things like go buy a pound of pasta, there's a cheap food, and discover that the 16 ounces that you used to buy is now only 12 ounces. So they've raised the price by lowering the amount of food that you receive. Even the cans are getting smaller. Have you noticed that at the grocery store? The portions are getting smaller. The prices are getting higher. Well, to a family that's on a fixed budget, that by the time they pay rent and utilities, maybe only has two or three or four hundred dollars left over in the balance of the month to feed a family of three or four or five, it's an absolute impossibility. You, you, you might as well be asking them to come up with a million dollars. That's right. And, and, and again, you, you nailed it right there. We, uh, you're going to meet Patrick a little bit later in this program, who's been in charge of our men's program for uh, decades now. And we have a simple need, and that's socks and underwear. It seems like what? It's true. When you're, when you're dealing with, uh, you know, a population that's coming straight from an encampment or coming in and they're just coming in with the clothes on their back, these are needs, right? And that's not hard to do, to go to Walmart and pick up, you know, three, uh, three things of socks or uh, any size and, and, and all that for men and women and children. Uh, that's a great benefit. Diapers, right? Parents know that diapers are very expensive. So uh, when, when you come to our program, when we get you out of the rain, the last thing we want to do is say, well, where are your diapers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to take care of your, your baby, right? We want to be able to provide for those needs so that we can focus on uh, a growing in our program. And, and giving people, I think, a sense of renewed, not only hope, but a sense of dignity, too. Because the one thing that seems to be a common thread for so many of these people that, that are maybe facing circumstances that run the gambit of 63% homeless because they can't afford rent, 42% struggling with addiction, 26% homeless because they've lost a job, 69% of homeless struggling with either physical and or a mental disability that can run the gambit from an individual that's dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder, emotional trauma, maybe they've been the victim of domestic abuse, acts of violence, 
or even a growing population of retired military service members who are struggling with, we call it combat fatigue or post-traumatic stress disorder. This is the makeup of the people that are coming through. And a growing percentage of this are single parents, single moms with kids that just say, I, I don't know what to do. So when you come to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, the meal meets the immediate need, but then to be able to send people away with a sense of, of renewed hope and a little bit of their dignity intact when so much of that sense of dignity has been stripped away by circumstances that in many cases are well beyond their control. Wow, you're right. This really comes down, Bram, to a people-centric business. And we just want to be people loving other people and doing so in the name of Jesus. That's right. And uh, we have a new program saying, and that is uh, for people that enter our program, our year-long program, uh, the saying is enter to change, stay to grow, depart to serve, mm-hmm. right? And so, yes, you can stay in our shelter. Anybody can come to our shelter 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. But the goal is really to get you from our shelter, right, and to say, no, do you really want to come in and stay in our shelter every night and then leave? Do you want to just work on what you need to work on in your life to, to really live, live, live a life of significance? And you want to be in our year program so we can really make a difference here and, and work on things that need to be worked on. And that's the program that when you graduate from that program, there's great success. There's great testimonies of how those lives are transformed. And, and I know not from just seeing and being a part of the graduations, but from talking to the family members of those that are graduating from our program. That's how I know. And the one thing I was always impressed with was the fact that the Bay Area Rescue Mission, we often hear about the rate of recidivism when it comes to people that get involved with the criminal justice system and they go through, they do their time, they get released back out, they're, they're back into the community again, and upwards of 80, 86% wind up eventually back in that criminal justice system once again. Bay Area Rescue Mission has turned that statistic on its head that if you're having a touch with the criminal justice system, 86% chance you're going to be back in there again. Bay Area Rescue Mission, folks go through the program. They get that renewed sense of dignity. They find Jesus Christ. Now they've got an anchor for their life. They've got a sense of renewed direction. Oftentimes they get the opportunity to um, get a GED, get skills that they can then market to be able to become full tax-paying contributing members of society, as the saying goes. And what happens? That rate of recidivism flips, where you may see upwards of 80, 86 percent in the criminal justice system back again, 80, 86 percent of those that come in through the program of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, once they've come through it, their life has been changed. They're never back out in the streets again. They're oftentimes even coming back as volunteers saying, hey, God did a thing in my life. I want to come back and, 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 and pay it forward, so to speak, and get involved in volunteerism because I know what this place has done for me. That's right. As you were talking, I was thinking of a shout-out to Dustin. And Dustin just was a part of our graduating class. And Dustin, when I spoke with him, 35 years old, got his GED, never thought he could get that GED. Wow. And was so happy. Gave me a huge hug. And I got to meet his his wife as well. And Again, speaking with her, it's one thing for a guy to tell you my life has changed. But when you're talking to his wife, this guy's not the is. same guy anymore, <laughs> right. right? And she's you know, just over, over the moon of the growth and what's taking place in his life. 
then you know something uh, miraculous has happened. Not only that, when you when you said maybe they'll change or would change the course of going back into, into the system. It, so say you never go back and, and, and you're not going to have another felony or misdemeanor. Well, how are you going to get a job? You still have some of that stuff on your record. Mm-hmm. When you come to the rescue mission, we have people that work with you to help that to help clean your record so that you can get a job, right? And so, again, we look at all the barriers that are there and try to overcome those barriers just to really help people be successful. It is, in every sense of the word, a fresh start. And the slogan of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, love without limits, is really in place, particularly during a time like this at the Christmas season. That's why, once again, we are partnering with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Thanks to that grant challenge, which doubles your giving today, $1.00. With the matching grant, we'll provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. So how much would you like to give tonight? If, if you gave it Thanksgiving, we appreciate that. And uh, ironically, people get hungry again. And it's gotten colder. And now we've got more people coming to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. So we really need your help tonight, whatever level that God puts on your heart. Again, just a dollar. We'll Provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. So $5, five meals, $10, 10 meals, and so on. Bay Area Rescue Mission, as we mentioned, providing some 1,000 Christmas boxes of hope. Your $60 gift will do that for two needy families, providing enough food for about 30 meals per family. And again, the mission will be distributing over 1,000 boxes of hope this Christmas, along with meals that will be served during the Christmas season at the Bay Area Rescue Mission, some 25,000 meals all told. So kind of gives you a sense of uh, what we'd like to do tonight and tomorrow night in terms of um, providing the resources to make sure that no one gets turned away. Everybody who comes hungry leaves full, but most importantly, everybody who comes walks away with a renewed sense of hope, a little bit of their dignity restored to them, and the knowledge that somebody named Jesus really cares. So give that gift in his name, would you? 888-367-5329, 888-367-5329. Remember, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover. You can also give your gift by check if you'd prefer. When you call, just let the operator know. We'll make sure you get an envelope by return mail. 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Five three two nine, or securely online. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage at kfax.com. So I got involved in the mission by joining the program through years of addiction and being homeless. It was a dreadful time. I was my family didn't want anything to do with me. I had no job, no no home. It was pretty hopeless. It was a constant feeling of shame. And I had restraining orders and stuff against me. I I was a monster. When I first joined the program, I was skipping for days. It was just the happiest feeling to finally not have to worry about where I'm going to sleep. I'm actually going to get to eat today. Living with 35 guys is an automatic difficult situation. But no matter what your worst day is in the program, it's way better than your best day in your mess. I had been a Christian for years, since probably about 10, and I always knew God was watching. But this time, I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing. A family, a wife that loves me, that's a wonderful person, and then my little guy, he's just the best gift. 888-367-5329. 
888-367-5329. We are back here at this Christmas season. And thanks to a generous grant challenge, which doubles your giving today, just a dollar, imagine it, one dollar with the matching grant will provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. And so if you can give 10 bucks tonight, that'll provide 10 meals, $20, 20 meals, and so on. Bay Area Rescue Mission will provide 25,000 meals over the Christmas holiday. In addition to the Christmas boxes of hope that uh, families have signed up for, your gift of $60 tonight, again with the matching grant, will provide meals of these boxes of hope to two needy families, on average supplying enough food for some 30 meals per family. And again, the mission will be distributing some 1,000 boxes of hope at Christmas. 888 the number to call with your tax-deductible gift. When you think about your end-of-year giving, boy, what a joyous opportunity. What a joyous occasion to be able to bless needy individuals and families. So go to the phone right now. Make that call, 888 That's 888 Nine. Be not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm struck, Bram, by Leo's story that we just heard there, who talked about the challenges that he was facing when he first came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission and the life-changing experience that has followed and that he's come full circle now where that sense of shame, and we kind of touched on that earlier, has now disappeared because of who he is as that new creature in Christ Jesus. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. It's really being a new creature. And again, speaking with family and friends who, remember, when 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 people come to our programs, sometimes they're dropped off or brought to us. And and it, there's a total change that needs to take place. Some families are saying, you either get your life back together, you're not coming back to our house, mm-hmm. or do what you got to do, but we may not see you again. And it's it's that kind of uh, really cutoff that's taking place. And, and, and for men and women who have, really kind of uh, for emotional support and relationships burned all those bridges, it's a tough road to come back from. And that's why we love what we do, because we're seeing relationships reconciled. We're seeing kids reunited with moms who have lost their kids through their addiction. And we're seeing, you know, families embrace again. Uh, I just had a gentleman who uh, let me know that he was invited uh, back to his family for Thanksgiving. That's For him, that's a miracle Wow! from where he see, he started. And when he entered our program. And so these are just the great. And and what's above and beyond that, Craig, is even if you don't have a family, when you get there and you really surrender yourself to what the Lord has in store for you, you actually gain a family. Because the staff members become your family. Your brothers in the program well, become your family. We heard from one the, woman earlier. That's correct. That's the Bay Area Rescue Mission's home. That's correct. And so uh, that's that's the beauty of what takes place. when 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 life and society tells you, no, discard it of no value, right? And then God takes that, as he has with me and, and our staff and everyone in our program, and he He turns us into a new creation. Uh, we can say we were like this before, and now we're something new. 888-367-5329, 888-367-5329. Again, thanks to a generous grant challenge tonight, doubling your giving. So normally meals are on average about $2 a meal, but with the matching grant, $1.00 will provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. Five dollars, five meals. You can do the math. It's pretty easy. Bay Area Rescue Mission, again, 
fully tax deductible with your gift tonight, and every dollar you give doubled. So go to the phone right now. Make that pledge at 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. We'll try to swing over to the call center and uh, get an update from Jordan Michaels before uh, before we get to the top of the hour. But before we do so, Bram, I'm, I'm curious about your job. You walk into the office every day. You walk into walk through the, the, the rescue mission, you see these faces, you see the children playing, you see women studying, men in Bible study, things of this sort, and recognizing that virtually every one of these people is an absolute miracle. You, you, you touched on the fact, and imagine for any of us listening, it's not just that you're suddenly homeless because you've lost a job, you've been dealing with addiction, but all the broken relationships and suddenly, it's not just a matter of your own financial life being a disaster. Your personal relationships are a disaster. The safety net that all of us think of, well, if something ever happens, I know that my mom would be there. My sister would open up her home to us. We, we, we generally in life have that network of people that are there for us. Suddenly now, for so many of these folks that you see every day, that that safety net has been torn out from underneath them. And they're dealing with a multiplicity of challenges, addiction, loss of a job, no family ties, friends have all rejected them. I mean, it must be amazing. You, you mean, you literally walk in and you're surrounded by living miracles every day. Yeah. And, and Can we all have your job? I, <laughs> I like to sign up for that. And I love my that. job. And when I go to work, I'm smiling. There's a joy to what, to what I do because, you know, three things come to mind when you say that. Number one, when I, when I see, just like you said, men and women in our programs, first of all, it's a humbling experience. Because I know that that man or woman had to humble themselves, right? First of all, to come in, to submit. We have rules, right? So I'm sure, you know, you're a full-grown man or woman. We say lights out at a certain time. Really? Right? But we have rules. So we say love without limits, but we have rules, (laughs) right? And so uh, there's rules. And and we we do things for a reason so we can get you to where we know the Lord has in store for you. And and number two, uh, that submission, that submit, submitting to authority, submitting, giving yourself over to what the Lord has in store for you. But number three, when you say when you walk through a class and you see those those are not those are volunteer instructors. We have great partner churches, uh, volunteers that come and give of their time, and it takes we say a village. It's, it takes a city. It's lots of people who are invested in making sure that when people come to our programs, uh, they have the best chance of success. And you know what makes us special is that many of our staff uh, really have come through the program. They, they have said, hey, man, I know you're, it's tough for you tonight because you're sleeping with 48 other guys in the same congregate living in the, in, the, in the same. This is the bed that I stayed in, right, mm. 15, 18, 17 years ago. It can't be done. I, I'm that guy, you know. That's, that's so much – that's so, so powerful. And uh, that's the joy – that's the encouragement. That's the uh, the miracles that I see every that's, day. That's that hope, that, that, that renewed sense of hope that for many of these men and women and children uh, is maybe even a first-time experience. Let's meet one gentleman. Martine joins us tonight in studio, and I, I'm, I'm curious for you, Martine, what was going on in your life when you first came to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Uh, when I first came to the mission, uh, I, was, uh, I was homeless. I was on the street, uh, you know, fighting my uh, various problems, addiction, uh, you know, uh, my family, you know, broken relationship, 
with my parents and stuff like that. Um, uh, I was fighting, uh, you know, with uh, just different things, like different other addictions, all, all types of addictions. Um, and um, I had lost my job. Um, so when I came to Bay Area Rescue Mission, you know, I asked for a chance, and they gave me a chance to come in, and, and uh, they took me in. Was there that sense, as Bram suggested, that you had to kind of humble yourself in a way? Yes. Yeah. You have to humble yourself, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole new, it's it, a whole new it's experience, a, it's a whole, whole new ball game, as yeah, they say. It's a whole new thing, cause, yeah. you know, basically there's rules, like, you know, like he said. Um, uh, every house you go to has rules, so this house, it's basically, this is like a house. Yeah. And it's a big old family, so you, there's rules you have to follow, you know. But that sense of structure, and, and as you're getting involved with, number one, addressing some of your own personal challenges, and being around other guys that are dealing with similar challenges that maybe can be there to encourage you to say, hey, you know, I know it's tough today, but hang in there because tomorrow it's going to get better and it'll get better the day after that. Is, is there that kind of sense of camaraderie or brothership, I, I guess I call it, where you feel that there's there's support there, that people understand you and are patient with you and, and, and are there to really encourage you? Uh, there is. Uh, you know, like like he said, there's the most of the staff have, have gone through it, so... Uh, you know, you get to talk to them, and, and they share their experience, and, and, and they tell you, like I've I've asked, you know, um, how, how do I get through these feelings of like, you know, trying to leave, or they just give me some advice, and, and you know how to work my problems and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's just, and then the people that have been there longer, you know, help you out also. Like you know, they've been there eight months, and I just got there, and I got a month, and I'm feeling some type of way. So they come at you, and you know, brotherly love, and and and. and you know, give you advice, and, and, and you work through the problems, basically. And and accepting you as you are, Yeah. but wanting at the same time to help you become all that you can be. I mean, it sounds like an ad for the military, right? <laughs> but, but in that true sense that sometimes we just need a little bit of a break, yeah. a little bit of a helping hand, a little bit of support and direction to overcome some of those, those barriers and break a lot of the bad habits that yeah. we all have. Yeah. How has your life changed since you come to the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Uh, my life's changed uh, drastically. Um, you know, I've been there 90 days uh, tomorrow, 90 days, three months, right? So, Congratulations. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Uh, so, and, and like my family, my family didn't want anything to do with me at when the beginning when I got there, right? Yeah, it won't last. <laughs> He'll be back into no good before you know yeah. it, right? Yeah. And, and um, so now I talk to my my mom. You know, I talk to my dad on the phone, over the phone. It, I would never get my dad on the phone. But now he talks to me. You know, he he asks about me. Like, he sends me, like, you know, every time I, I, I call my mom, he's, she said, oh, your dad, your dad wants to talk to you, or he says this or that, you know. And um, so I guess my, my relationship with my parents is getting better. Cool. And also with... So they're seeing the change, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah so... And yeah, it's, it's it's a big change. It's a big big change. What is your 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 hope for the future? I mean, you you know, you're you're three months in. You got a road still ahead of you, but as you look down toward the end of that road, eventually, where, where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself after like the program? Yeah. Well, I see myself in uh, in a house, you know, because I got I got two daughters, um, and I see myself with a job, you know, and a good job, and um, and hopefully, you know, I get back with my 
with the mother of my daughter. So a big part of what you're doing here then, Martine, is not just for you. You're working on you. Yeah. But you're working on you so that your daughters have got Papa. Yeah. I'm doing it for them, basically. Yeah. yeah. I want to stop being selfish and, you know, I want to be there for them. That can be, Brian, a pretty powerful motivator when you realize, as Martine is saying, already he's seen a difference in his relationships. Mm-hmm. Dad, who didn't want anything to do with him, now saying, oh, Dad wants to talk to you, coming to the phone, mm-hmm. showing interest, beginning to acknowledge the changes, the life changes in Martine, mm-hmm. up to and including then him working towards the eventual goal of saying, I want to be stable enough to have a responsible job, have a roof over my head, to be able to have a true relationship with my daughters and, uh, and their and, mom. And that's the miracle. And, and I tell you this, not just because Martine's sitting right here. I've worked side by side with Martine, working shoulder to shoulder with him on a few different projects. Yeah. You can't tell if somebody's in the program for 90 days or eight months, or you, you, you can't tell. When they're working hard and motivated and smiling and joking around, you, you just know they're on the right track, mm-hmm. right? And so they're engaged. That they're engaged and, yeah. and they're going after what they do. You know, in, in, in program talk, we say work in the program, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing the steps that they need to do so that they can accomplish the next step. And that may sound simple, but that's like all of us who are just saying, if I just do what I'm supposed to do, where would I be? You talked about what the goals are, and that's for all of us, not just Martine, right? I know the things that I need to do mm-hmm. every day uh, in my life to, to be on the right track, right? When I'm my hour and a half commute, you know, I, I know if I listen to my devotions, things are going to, if I don't, if I take shortcuts, if I do anything else, it's not going to be the same day. And so uh, these kind of small steps really are, you know, Things that can show you how uh, it, it, the little things will impact the big things as well. And so, again, it, it's not complicated what we do. We just have some amazing people doing it. They're all building blocks. That's you right. know, the, the old adage, you know, how, how do you climb the Himalayas one step at a time? You know, right. They may be overwhelming, but if you just continue to press forward, all right, you slip a little bit, your mm-hmm. foot slipped on a rock, you fall back a few feet, but you stick with it. Eventually, you're going to gain that traction, get that momentum to reach the peak, to reach the top of the mountain, which is where you're working toward. There are a lot of people listening to you right now, Martine, throughout the San Francisco Bay Area. We're here tonight wanting to encourage these listeners to stand with the Bay Area Rescue Mission, provide resources. We can provide food and meals to needy folks and and hurting people. If this program wasn't here, give me your worst-case scenario. Because people are listening right now. They're trying to make up their mind. Do they pick up the phone and give a gift, or do they ignore that appeal? If this program weren't here, and you were back out on the streets, what do you think your eventual fate would look like? Well, if if, if the barriers Commission wasn't there, I'd, I don't know. I'd be lost somewhere. You know, I'd either be dead in the hospital, in jail, uh, nowhere good. But... <laughs> Thank God, Bear Risk Mission is there. So people supporting this to make sure the doors are open has been a lifeline for you, a godsend for you. Dead, in the hospital, or in jail. Those are not really good options, you know? I, if I think about where I'd like to be in five years, none of those are on my list. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's right, and, and yet that's kind of the reality that a lot of people have to face right now. And and if it isn't for if it weren't for a ministry like the Bay Area Rescue Mission and its partners, and as you point out, there's no federal funds coming in here. Uncle Sam doesn't drop in with a big check and say, "Oh yeah, we'll make sure everybody gets fed." Here's a hundred grand. Be nice, but it doesn't work that way. 
and it would be so many strings attached to that, you wouldn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole because they'd shut down the ministry angle of, of what the Bay Area Rescue Mission, which is really the key component, kind of the secret sauce. But knowing that people have a place to come, even if it starts by just looking for a meal, as we're encouraging folks to stand with us and provide tonight, the end result can be somebody like Martine, instead of having the choices of dead, in jail, or in a hospital, instead is talking about work, responsibility, job, kids, family. Wow. I mean, it's night and day difference. It's night and day difference. And and sometimes we get caught up into the big things, like, what you know, is there a donor out there that's going to give us a million dollars? Or, you know, it, it's really... It's really a lot of people doing a little bit that it's how we get it done, right? There's, Climbing that mountain one right. step There's at a time. There's people that yep. give us $25 a month that have been doing that for decades. And that's really what makes the difference, right? And that's uh, – we had a church come, uh, Solano Church, come in on Saturday and, and, and uh, uh, did a program with their kids and sang some Christmas carols and played some board games with, with the guys, with Martine, you know? And you think, well, that's it. It made a huge impact. Right, the guys are still talking about the games that they played and who they beat, and this that. That's that's the kind of community that we have. Just people doing a little bit. You don't have to come every week or every day to volunteer. Can you come once a year with your family and help out? Can you can you come and sing some Christmas carols at Christmas time? It's really just finding ways to plug in to make a difference and really to move from thinking about what I might do uh, to action to actually getting involved, making the call, getting on the website, uh, saying what's the next volunteer? I can't do it this Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm super swamped. Maybe in January there's a volunteer opportunity for me or February or, you know, just thinking about it, putting it and just going and moving into action. And there's so many ways that we can get involved. And I appreciate the fact, Brian, that you underscore, you know, it'd be great if somebody right now called and said, here's a million bucks. We can all go home. Right. And we'll, we'll play music for the rest of the evening. Um, but the reality is we don't want to rob anyone of the opportunity to also be blessed and be a part of the miracle, be a part of the blessing. And it isn't that you can give, say, well, Craig, I'd love to give 10000 but I can't do it. Uh, okay, can you give $10? The $10 of the matching grant doubled. There's 10 families, 10 people that are going to be fed, rather, because of that gift. So the important thing is that everyone does something. One person can do the big thing, but we're really looking tonight for everyone to do something. So what's your something? What has God put on your heart? This matching grant challenge doubles your gift today, so a dollar will provide a warm, nutritious meal to a needy man, woman, or child. Try to go to any restaurant and tell them you want a full, complete meal for a dollar. See what their reaction is. Your gift tonight can do just that. Make sure the doors stay open, that the next Martine that comes through the doors won't be turned away. Would you join us now? Make that pledge right now. Generous as God puts in your heart and you're able to do at 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329, 888-367-5329. Remember, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover. You can also give your gift via check. Just let the operator know when you call, and we'll send you an envelope by return mail. Give your gift securely online at kfax.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage, or go to the phone right now. Call 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.